Welcome back to the Student of the Game podcast. I am your host, Tavares Ellis. Thank you all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to give my podcast a listen. So today we're going to review in our scary movie review series. We're going to review Fright Night. Okay, Fright Night came out back in 1985. Okay, and it's a it's a vampire movie. It's an American horror film written and directed by Tom Holland. No, not the Tom Holland that plays Spider-Man. I'm referring to the great horror director Tom Holland, the same guy who directed the first Child's Play movie, and he's directed the um, Thinner and the Langoliers and the sequel to Psycho. Okay. So in this movie, we, you know, the film pretty much follows young Charlie Brewster, who discovers that his next-door neighbor, Jerry Dandridge, is a vampire. When no one believes him. Charlie decides to get Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent is a television host and he's a vampire slayer on television. So he does all the talk, but we don't know if Peter Vincent is all about that action. We do find out in the movie, of course. All right. So they join forces together to try to stop Jerry's killing spree. Okay. So the movie starts off. All right. Charlie Brewster. You know, he's a horror fanatic like me and like everyone else who's listening. All right. Horror fanatic. All right. And his girlfriend named is Amy. She's played by Amanda. Amanda Beers. She's the young lady who plays Marcy in the Married with Children. All right. If you've seen Everybody knows Married with Children, right? Okay, if you don't, you need to Google it. You need to go watch that. One of the greatest shows of all time. But anyways, she plays Charlie's girlfriend. And they're doing what teenagers do and stuff in his room. And he hears a noise outside. And it's late at night. And he sees two men. You know, this is Jerry and Cole. His two new neighbors. Packing a coffin. And they're packing the coffin down into the cellar. Now, yeah, anybody looking at that situation, you're thinking, okay, unless they are a mortician, what's going on? And even if they are a mortician, I mean, it's kind of suspect that they're packing a coffin downstairs in their cellar. Okay. So Charlie, he's pretty much, he pay, he's paying attention to that. And then Amy leaves the house and stuff. And she's upset throughout the movie because he's ignoring her because of, it seems like he's too caught up into these horror fantasies, okay? And in this movie here, pretty much, he believes that his neighbor is a vampire. Number one, he sees the coffin, okay? Number two, all right, there was a lady who, after he, Charlie came home from school, there was a, there was a young lady who pulled up and she was asking for the address, which is the actual address that's to his neighbor, Jerry house and he sees her he takes a good look at her he remembers her because it looks like he's kind of attracted to her so he remembers her and the next morning on the news he sees that that same young lady is murdered okay head is off okay and then there was another murder and another one and another one. And it seems like every time he sees a young lady at that house, something bad happens. 
the next day on the news. So, of course, he calls the cops and the lieutenant actually comes down with him and the, and the lieutenant, you know, they, they're taking a look and the lieutenant is, was was with was with Charlie until Charlie started talking to vampire talk. All right. So all of this, you know, the lieutenant decided not to believe Charlie. He's like, listen, man, you know, you're wasting my time. All right. You're wasting my time. You're wasting the city's time. You're wasting your neighbor's time. Vampires. Are you serious? So Jerry ends up peeping game from Charlie and Jerry decides to visit Charlie's house because, you know, with vampires, they can't they're not going to enter your home unless you invite them. Right. So Charlie, of course, he goes to his best friend, Ed, who's, uh, I guess, a vampire expert. And he tells him, hey, if you're going to have this cross, you can't use a cross on a vampire unless you believe it. So you have to have faith. OK. And that's very, very key. You know, and that's very, very important in a lot of things in life. You know, if you don't have faith in the stuff that you're doing, then most of the time you're not going to achieve it. OK, so if you hold a cross up to a vampire and you have no faith, it's not going to work. It just doesn't work like that. You can't all of a sudden just have faith that day. And well, maybe you can, but you, you have to truly believe. So you have to find something inside of your soul that makes you truly believe so that way the cross can work if you're using that as a weapon against a vampire okay and also his best friend Ed told him he said listen Charlie you don't have to worry about the vampire entering your house as long as you don't invite him or her so Charlie was like yeah you know what that is true so guess what Charlie comes home and guess who's in his house Jerry and guess who invited him his mom his mom I mean parents just don't understand I mean he already expressed how creepy this neighbor is and she thought it was okay to invite him over for drinks are, are you serious mom I mean come on now like your son finds some reason for this guy to be suspect whether if it's true or not you don't invite him over because what if dude is suspect hmm. so jerry peeps game and he tells charlie yeah your mother invited me over and now that i have officially been invited over expect to see a lot of me charlie i might be over here all the time when you don't even know it of course with your mother's permission you know he played it off like a gentleman and stuff so later on that night, Jerry shows up to Charlie's room in bat form. Well, he flew in as a bat through the window and he flew in through the mother's window because Charlie's window was locked. But mom's window is open, not unlocked. It was open. All right. But anyways, he goes to Charlie's room and he threatens him. And he, at first he goes, tries to negotiate with him. He say, listen, Charlie, I don't want to cause any trouble. So how about you forget everything you saw and we all can be just on our merry way, okay? And then Charlie uses the, the cross to try to get the vampire away from him and he just easily takes it away from Charlie and he's like, you have no faith. You have no faith, man. And then so he said, you know what? I guess we have to do this the hard way. He dangled Charlie off, out the window the same way um, Big Red dangled um. Um, bird out out the out the um out the window in five heartbeats. 
okay and Charlie managed to reach and grab a pencil and he stabbed Jerry in the hand and Jerry lets out this scream like oh, oh. it was kind of comical to me but <laughs> even as a kid I thought that was funny because I'm like there you go he he's fighting back and hey man you don't let anybody just dangle you off some window I mean if he drops you you're gonna die so you might as well die fighting right so that gets Jerry off and then Jerry's about to charge up at him and then that's when Charlie's mom had called him she said Charlie 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 and that's when he flew out but he did damage Charlie's car and he called Charlie and he said pretty much I'm going to bring hell and brimstone to you. I'm going to make your life miserable. So Charlie did the next next best thing. He went to go. He went out and found Peter Vincent, the famous vampire slayer. Okay, so Peter Vincent, of course, he's a fictional vampire slayer. And he doesn't believe a single word Charlie says. So he pretty much dismisses Charlie. All right, and nobody took Charlie serious until... His girlfriend, Amy, and his friend, Ed, they went to his house to go see him, to check up on him. And they go into his room. This dude here has candles everywhere. Excuse me. He has crosses. He has steaks, garlic, anything you name it. Um, mirrors, sunlight, you know, ultraviolet lights and stuff. And I'm not going to lie. I thought everything was cool and on point. And, until, but I'm like, why does he have all the candles? why all the candles i mean you could end up burning your house down without those candles it's like he was about to commit some he was about to get involved in some satanic satanic ritual or something you know your 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 opponent is the vampire not uh you're not trying to conduct the satanic ritual you get what i'm saying but charlie hey i i give him props hey he, he he's trying to be prepared you know but he's pretty much prepared as long as uh he doesn't step outside his room but he said he was going to go over to the house and he was going to kill the vampire. Okay. But I can respect that. I mean, the vampire threatened you. You go after it during the daytime. So Amy and, and Ed take some serious and they end up calling Peter Vincent and they say, hey, listen, we need your help. Our friend is in trouble. I get it. You don't really believe in vampires, but Charlie does. And if you don't help him, he could possibly end up killing an innocent man. So he decides to go with him and... The whole gang, they go to Peter's, excuse me, to Jerry's house, and Peter runs a vampire test on him, and he, after he runs the vampire test, the vampire test, you know, after that, you know, Jerry passed it with flying colors, and, and Peter was like, okay, well, this man is clearly not a vampire, you know, we need to leave, need, need to leave him alone and let him be, and Charlie is like, what are you talking about? He is, and then something happened. On the way out, Peter noticed that Jerry did not have a reflection in a mirror. He did not have a reflection. So then all of a sudden, guess what? Peter's behavior started to change. And Charlie is like, what's going on? What did you see? What did you see? And Peter was like, oh, he, he didn't have a reflection, but it was probably just some magic trick and stuff. And now nah, he was like, you do believe me. And so still though, Ed and Amy didn't believe until it was too late. Okay. Jerry chased Charlie, Amy, and Ed all through the town. I mean, they end up running into this club and 
they even art to try to get protection from two big huge bouncers and Jerry gave them the business ripped their hands off so in the movie eventually it came down to the battle where you know what Charlie had to pretty much go for he pretty much had to go for his because Jerry had compelled his girlfriend Amy and by the way Amy looked just like a a painting of a young lady that Jerry had at his house so maybe it was meant for him to live next door to Charlie to get to Amy we don't know we didn't, couldn't confirm it or deny that but in this movie here Charlie and Peter they go in and they save Amy they end up killing the vampires but unfortunately lives were lost one of the lot their most important lives that was lost was Charlie's best friend Ed Ed, Ed, Ed. Ed ended up getting. Jerry ended up turning Ed. Kind of turning him into a ghoul, kind of a little bit. But he ended up turning Ed. Okay, and Ed, after he turned, he ended up going after Peter of the Great, Peter Vincent. And then that's where Peter Vincent had to pretty much muster enough courage that he shows in his fictional show as a vampire slayer. And then he had to slay Ed. And poor Ed is dead. He had to get slayed. I didn't like that because I'm like, man, that's that's his best friend, man. You know, he even though he didn't believe Charlie, but you know, I didn't want to see him go out like that. But unfortunately in those situations you're gonna have casualties, you know. And you know, here's a, a another lesson learned. Hey, if one of your best friends or your siblings believes that the next door neighbor is a vampire, how about you take them serious? Because the worst case scenario, check this out. If you take them serious, and you, it's better to take that person serious and then find out that your neighbor is not a vampire than to not take them serious. And then you find out that your neighbor is a vampire. Because guess what? Then you'll be one of those people that's caught up in the I never saw it coming. You know, bad things happen when you never see something coming, especially when you have been warned. Don't ignore those signs. I mean, we all watch Louis the Lightning Bulb. You gotta obey what those signs say. You gotta obey. You have to obey or you pay. Every day, each way. But, you know, of course, by the end of the movie, Charlie and, and Peter, they end up defeating Jerry. Okay? And happy ending. Right? But, um, yeah, that this movie here, man, it, it really... You know, it, it, it's one of those things, it's like, me, I'm a person, you know, I don't like it when people don't believe me when it's something serious. And I probably would go insane if I was Charlie. You know, it's like, I'm telling y'all what happened, and y'all refuse to believe me. And now when you get got, now you want to act all surprised. You know, and, 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 and it's, never, it's, it's never a good situation to be. It's not a good feeling to... When you're telling the truth on something and no one believes you, let alone something dangerous like that. I mean, the the cops in this movie was it's like, come on, man. Like even it's like you still do a thorough investigation whether or not the kid believes he's a vampire or not. OK, you should be able to find some proof that that young lady um, was at that house. Take fingerprints. OK, he said he saw that lady now, now the, the lady who was the victim that he saw you know is one of those things like what if you're a family family member of hers right and it's you know i'd be like okay charlie you think this person a vampire fine but you say she went to that house 
Okay, well, guess what? The cops need to, or a private investigator needs to be checking that out. But it is what it is, you know. I guess if they did that, then we wouldn't have a, a, a full movie, right? So you have to have some layers of the movie where it, it's not going to make sense to you. But you know what? Overall, this is an awesome movie. I love this movie. I can. This is another one of the movies where it's like, I can watch this movie time and time again. All right? Fright Night. Now, they did have... A sequel came out a couple years later, and in the sequel, Charlie battled, um, he pretty much battled Jerry's sister, okay? The sequel is, is a pretty good movie. I'll do another review for that on a different day, but check out Fright Night, okay? It's worth it's worth checking out. I recommend watching it late at night, okay? You're going to get some laughs and stuff on it, you know. I don't think you're going to have nightmares on it. Shoot, I was watching that movie when I was five years old, but it's still very entertaining, you got, got some good suspense, some good scares, and some good laughs. It's a good movie, and you'll enjoy it. All right? We're going to close our scary movie review series for today. Once again, thank you all for listening. Student of the Game Podcast. Peace out.